In this JOMD shortcast, Dr. Kimberly Goodspeed discusses her work, a cross-sectional natural history study of aspartyl glucosaminuria, first published in July 2022. Hello everyone, I'm excited to talk to you about our recently published cross-sectional study on aspartyl glucosaminuria, or AGU. And in this study, we evaluated eight children and young adults with AGU. AGU is a rare lysosomal storage disorder, and in this condition, the defective enzyme is responsible for breaking the bonds between proteins and carbohydrates. The toxic substrate in acetylglucosamine builds up in cells, especially in neurons, and can cause dysfunction of those cells. Patients typically present with a slowly progressive neurodegenerative disorder. Children often come to attention with delayed developmental milestones early in life, and then have a plateau of their development somewhere around adolescence and an eventual decline in psychomotor functioning in adulthood. Due to a founder effect, the majority of patients with AGU are in Finland, and most of what we know about AGU came from studies of this population. With increasing access to genetic testing, patients with AGU are being identified all over the world and were able to evaluate one of the most diverse cohorts of AGU patients ever before. We evaluated individuals from five different countries, including three patients from Finland and five non-Finnish patients. Participants in our study completed a comprehensive clinical evaluation, a battery of neuropsychological assessments, as well as some electrophysiological testing and imaging. We showed that the mean nonverbal IQ was around 70 and demonstrated a significant decline with age. This is similar to results of psychometric testing in the Finnish population, so we were pleased that we were able to reproduce that in a more diverse group. We also explored the application of some neurological biomarkers, including auditory and visual evoked potentials, as well as magnetic resonance imaging or MRIs of the brain, as well as magnetic resonance spectroscopy or MR spectroscopy. The evoked potentials evaluation were abnormal in almost all of our participants, and this suggested to us that there was some sensory pathway dysfunction. However, the abnormalities were not uniform across all of our participants, and so we interpreted this to mean that AGU can cause or result in damage to these sensory pathways, but that it may not be unique or specific to AGU. Even still, an abnormality was identified and could be important in the context of potentially an outcome measure to use in a future clinical trial. We also showed that brain MRIs looked pretty similar to the abnormalities that had been previously reported in AGU patients out of the Finnish population. And in addition to the conventional imaging, we explored quantification of the toxic substrate by MR spectroscopy. We could demonstrate that there was a thalamic peak at 5.1 parts per million, which should correspond to that toxic substrate that builds up in EGU, but future studies are needed to really dive deeper and explore this on a bigger patient population. Importantly, though, we showed that even in this small cohort, there was no difference between the Finnish and the non-Finnish participants, and that we did see some age-related changes on functional assessments and maybe identified some potential disease-relevant abnormalities on surrogate biomarkers like our evoked potentials and our imaging and our MR spectroscopy studies that could be incorporated into future clinical trials. We are very happy to share this work and are extremely grateful to the families who trusted us and participated in this study. I'd like to thank the Rare Treat Hope Fund as well as the Finnish AGU Family Organization for their support, as well as our fabulous research team at UG Southwestern, and of course, the funding support we received from Neurogene Incorporated. 